All right, but I guess we there's no better way to to start than to just go ahead and start talking. Just, just dive right into it. Dive right into it. Yeah. Well, welcome. I appreciate you coming first of all to talk and let's let's see where we can go and to discuss different side of the military that not a different side, but parts that I don't think people hear. Um and again, there's there's people telling the stories of of going to war and but I also like enjoying the good times that we had while we were in, you know, for sure. Go, going out, having a good time um, with your buddies and, you know, in the barracks or right. anything like that. But not necessarily I, on the front lines. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but so to start off, why don't we um, tell me where you're from? Oh, tell me your name. Uh, rank you got out as and. Um, yeah, we'll yeah, from there. Yeah, man. Um, thanks for having me on. This is an honor and a privilege, you know, it's, it's great to have, um, you know, someone who's willing to do this and, and express a different side of the story. My name is Rob Smith or Smitty, um, or Sergeant Smith as I EAS as, um, was, uh, born in California, man. And, uh, start way back, you know, grew up and, um, moving across the States, you know, my, my father was into IT, so we moved a lot and uh, ended up in New Hampshire, uh, went to went to high school in Around Maine. What, what age was that that you went to? Um, you know, starting, I uh, came in like ninth grade time frame. Um, I'm terrible with the ages, but, you know, ninth, <laughs> ninth grade. <laughs> it's, it's a long time ago. This is a long time ago. <laughs> a lot of alcohol was consumed between those years, you know. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, uh, ninth so you moved grade, around a lot. As yeah, I moved around a ton, never had any solid, um, you know, friendships or, um, you know, it was on a constant move. So I never really felt settled in. Yeah. Um, so yeah, moved to, uh, moved to New Hampshire and Maine, went to high school in Maine, uh, went to Maine Meps after, uh, you know, I talked to a recruiter. Um, yeah. So my, how did that start? What, what started, uh, your whole military career? Yeah, uh, I was um, I was working at Rite Aid. I was in high school, and uh, you know, just doing the daily grind of ringing people up. And uh, <laughs> your cashier. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I also did photos from time to time. You know, one hour photos back when we didn't have smartphones that could yeah. <laughs> give you immediate. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, a very uh, nicely dressed Marine walked in and started talking to me about, hey, what do you you know, what do you want to do after high school? And, and I had no clue, you know, uh, you know, there's no previous family history of military. I was going to ask that. Was there any previous members of the family or anybody that you can recall? Yeah, no. Um, my father was in, uh, the LAPD, um, before I was even born. That's really the only military history that I know of. Yeah. Um, or some kind of service, right? Any, yeah, some kind of, you know, service. And, you know, I had, I had no idea what it meant to be a Marine or what was involved in signing up and, you know, all the details. And I was like, you know what? Sure, I'll talk to you. So we, we set up a time and uh, <laughs> I met up with him and here we at are. The mall, at the local mall or something? Like where do they, they have the, the recruiter spot? Yeah, right. Yeah. No, um, <clears throat> no, it was kind of funny how it all, all came to be because um, – you know, I met the recruiter at, at Rite Aid at work, and uh, I met up with him at the, the local recruiter's office downtown in Dover, New Hampshire. 
and uh, you know we got to talking and next thing you know he's sitting in my living room with me and my dad and and uh, we're, we're signing papers <laughs> I'm like what's going on here that you know? was quick yeah <laughs> like how did we get here and uh, I didn't really know what I was doing and um, did you know after I'm sure you, you know when you take your ASVAP test or anything like that um, they give you your job choice. Mm-hmm. Do you have, uh, what were your options that you pick? Yeah. So, um, I, I, you know, he, he kind of said, what are you, what are you interested in? And, um, again, I, I kind of didn't really have any idea. You know, I was just like, I knew about tanks. I knew they existed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that looks pretty cool. So I was like something in that area, you know? And, uh, and I was like, yeah, the Abrams sound cool. And, um, Next thing I know, I'm getting thrown into uh, 1833 AAV, assault amphibious vehicles, for those who are listening. Um, and so also for those who don't know, you don't really have a quote-unquote choice. You, you, you pick something that you're interested in, and they throw you into a field that is yeah. close to that, it, 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 where you're needed. It depends on where. Yeah, the, there's some, I think there's some Marines or people that pick what they want and they get it you know but either they test really well you know they, sure. they, they, you know mm-hmm. um i don't think i test it as well mm-hmm. um well well enough to be in right. an am tracker like yourself mm-hmm. the aavs but um yeah yeah it, it, i think if they place you the marine corps is going to place you where ultimately where they need you right um absolutely so after you go you know you go to so you sign up with the the recruiter uh, you pick your job, do all that stuff. Or was it any, how far from high school was it? Um, so after you finished high school that you had to go to, to boot camp. Yeah. So it was kind of interesting. I lived in New Hampshire. So I signed up from the New Hampshire, Dover, New Hampshire, uh, recruiter's office, but I went to high school in Maine. So, uh, technically I was a resident of New Hampshire, but then, um, I graduated June 10th, 2002. And, uh, right after graduation, probably, uh, a few weeks after graduation, I was off to Maine MEPS. Okay. And yeah. uh, they set me up there. And, um, you know, it was, it was interesting, you know, kind of how times change because, you know, I had just, just gotten out of high school. I did the whole delayed entry program. So I was kind of trying to get mentally prepared for it. And, uh, uh, you know, my high school girlfriend at the time came to the Dover, New Hampshire recruiter's office when uh, – Mm-hmm. I was getting ready to leave and uh, it was just like kind of like very weird and strange but then I was they just sent me up to Maine MEPS and um, they're like here you go and I was like I have no clue what I'm doing you know yeah um, to give you a little history is I was I was growing up in I grew up in ba- like a Baptist religious kind of area okay. um, and uh you know, it was kind of a very strict, almost forced um, childhood to go to church. You know, it was, you know, I played in the church band and all that good stuff. And so it was kind of a culture shock, you know. To go from that kind of life to Correct. military life. Yeah, or... it was, you know, I'm used to don't swear, don't drink, you know, in excess and, and you know, you know, be a good upstanding citizen, which of course Marines are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Always. <laughs> Always. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, it was it was a big culture shock, and uh, it took me a while to adjust to that. But it uh, it definitely made me grow up fast for sure. Yeah. So when um, so when you get to okay, so you you sign in, go to maps. So maps just to to the definition. I had to look it up because I don't yeah. you know I don't it's, remember. It's maps. It's maps. It's just maps. <laughs> That's right. It's the military entrance processing station. Okay. So it's where. I think it's all branches, isn't it? That all yeah, branches I think come every, in. Every branch has a map. And yeah. you, you know, it's the in processing station. I mean, that's what it's. That's what it is. I had to look it up. I just knew it as maps for all these years. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think I ever knew it's what it what maps. it stood for. <laughs> um, you go to boot camp. What's uh, what's what's house boot camp? How, what was that like? Like at first, you know, bus. Uh, so which where did you go to boot camp? But, yeah, I went to uh to Paris Island. Um. <laughs> first battalion bravo company but um yeah we it was it was dark you know just like pretty standard you see in the uh movies and stuff the the yellow bus rolls up and or the was bus it was that at night yeah it was at night and we we drove and i was terrified to be honest you know i had no idea what was coming um and and next thing you know people are just screaming you know the di's come on the bus they're yelling get off the bus get off the bus and i'm like it's almost like I wiped that part from my memory because it was such a <laughs> shock. But I, I remember getting on the yellow footprints. I'll never forget it, you know. And and you go in and you have all your personal belongings in like a, a bag. Yeah, you uh, pretty yeah. much strip down and, yep. and take everything that you have with you. Absolutely. And yep. put it in a bag. Mm -hmm. um, get processed in. You get your hair shaved. And, you know, the fastest haircut that I've ever gotten in my life. <laughs> also the fastest phone call I've ever had to make too. Hey, I'm here. I made it. I'm alive. Bye. <laughs> and that's it. Like that's it's the it. only phone call you get to make. Yes. Um, and then everything else was letters, you Just know, letters. Yeah. But so you, you process in, did you have to wait, uh, any time frame to get, um, to yeah. a platoon or. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there was, uh, a little bit of a waiting platoon there for a couple of weeks. And that was also a little deceiving. Cause I was like, this isn't bad. Like, my, my yeah. DI is nice, kind of. <laughs> yeah, he's that's right. That's, that's right. He, yeah. They're they're like nice. They just take you wherever you got to go and mm -hmm. do everything you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. There's no yelling. Uh, <laughs> and and then, then you get picked up and you get picked up and then they sit you down. Or go ahead. I'll let you. Yeah, yeah. I'll no, tell, I'll no, tell my story. Fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Time. They get picked up and then the, they take you up to the the barracks, the squad bay there, and and your real DI comes in and you realize, oh. <laughs> this this is gonna be different yeah <laughs> um another another shock all of it was uh definitely you know it took me some getting used to um you know as as you see in the movies you know di screaming and yelling that's that's pretty accurate <laughs> yeah um uh but yeah it was uh it was, it was definitely what's a uh shock. what's an experience that you remember from boot camp that uh that kind of sticks out like uh I don't know any any activity, something funny, you know, something that just you just, you know, you can't laugh. Um, you're you're not supposed to laugh in front of the, right. the drill instructors, but <laughs> something I don't know any, anything yeah. that. I I do have one particular memory that, for some reason, whenever anyone asks me about my boot camp experience, I, that's the story I tell, and it's we had just finished chow hall for that day. Uh, Might have been lunch, um, and one of my fellow platoon guys was decided that he wanted to bring an apple with him 
Um, after the after, leaving, leaving the yeah, chow hall. Yeah, he left the chow hall with an apple. And, um, well, the, the DI found it, of course. And um, our DI was a very large man, very muscular. <laughs> no homo. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was going to say, I'll, maybe I'll edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, but yo, anyhow, he, uh, he found the apple and it was almost like the, uh, the, uh, private pile scene in full metal jacket, but the donut, <laughs> you know, what the, what the F is this? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he, he took the apple and he shattered it against, uh, threw it against a brick wall right there and it exploded like nothing. And I knew we were in for something bad. Yeah. <laughs> we proceeded to take the, uh, tour of the islands the sand pits oh and man. uh yeah that was that was probably the closest i came to blacking out uh, from just being Ex- uh, uh uh not hate i guess there's no well there's no hazing yeah in the, you know yeah. <laughs> well we'll uh, uh from exercise <laughs> yeah we'll just we'll put that disclaimer that yeah. there's no hazing we did not get hazed yeah but you were being exercised uh right strenuously right that was yeah, and that was the closest i ever come to passing out came to passing out and Thankfully, I didn't, but it was. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so um, what's uh, uh, like a good, like a proud moment that you have from boot camp? Like, a, like, man, did you, you know, did you, was it the crucible or, mm-hmm. or you know, you were able to do something that you didn't do before mm-hmm. physically swimming? You know, I, I don't know. I'm just. Yeah. You know, nothing really compares to the end after the crucible. Um you know, when you get that EGA pinned on you. Yeah, your Eagle Globe and Anchor. Yeah, Eagle Globe and yep. And, you know, you're exhausted from the crucible, right? It's multiple nights of very little sleep, long. Very little food. Yeah, very little food, hiking 10 plus miles. And, um, you know, you're just so proud at that moment that you did it. You know, you, you, you made it through. Um, you know, so many guys you see, they, they get either injured or just struggle mentally and they, they get held back so far that they just, you know, the first time they call you Marine. Right. And not a recruit. Right. You yeah. get the Eagle Globe and anchor and in your hand and it's like, uh, congratulations, Marine. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's an amazing feeling. Yeah. And, uh, you're like, yes, I did it. Like how, but I don't know, but I did it. Yeah. <laughs> it's all like, you know, you go, was it tough? Uh, was boot camp kind of tough like physically yeah um you know i always was very athletic uh, not super athletic i mean i did track and field and i played soccer in high school you know all four years of high school and it um you know i always felt like i was in pretty good shape and um until you get to boot camp until i got to boot camp no it's no joke like like i pull-ups were a struggle like i was a skinny little thing like by the time i graduated boot camp i was like 150 pounds you know if i you know stood sideways and stuck out my tongue i looked like a zipper (laughs) (laughs) i I was i was a little beanpole (laughs) i've never heard that this is pretty hilarious i look like a zipper (laughs) um but yeah you know as long as three months you know, you may think feeling going through boot camp, it was definitely long, but it also went quick because you're just every day nonstop. Yeah, there's no, you really don't, you're on the drone instructor time, so mm-hmm. there's no clocks anywhere. Right. Oh, 
uh, was there a clock? Maybe the one clock above the by the DI hut. The DI hut, yeah. The drill structure hut. Yeah, because you had to um, like, check what, in every so often or something. Yeah, like I think that was the only clock that I recall seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you, nobody has a watch. The DIs have a watch. Yeah. Um, Which is funny because once you get to your duty station, you have to have a watch. Really. Yeah, everybody yeah. usually, <laughs> like yeah, you got to know what time. You got to be on, on time for everything. Absolutely. Um, or not on time. You got to be there early. <laughs> 15 minutes early or late. 15 minutes <laughs> early. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, you know, graduation uh, happens from boot camp. Where is, uh, how's that? How's coming home for you? Uh, well, How was it with, the, with your family or anything? So I was one of the quote-unquote select few that got to go home on recruiter's assistance. So I graduated, and uh, for three weeks I got to go back to my hometown and and try to recruit these, you know, go to high schools and, and yeah. get people to, you know, sign up or at least go down to the recruiter's office to talk. And um, so... Get suckered in. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Lie to a few people, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's funny. One of the uh, memories I remember the most about being on boot leave is I went into a McDonald's to eat lunch in full uniform, well, you know, alphas, and uh, I I sat there with with my right hand on my right knee, and I must have eaten my lunch in like. 10 seconds it felt like <laughs> and you just inhaled it as if i was yeah someone was standing over me yelling at me to eat my lunch <laughs> um and it, it it's just you know it was uh it was an interesting experience interesting experience because you know i'm not i'm not a salesman typically you know i don't you know yeah you know i'm not very very good at that but it was kind of like just like a random selection of you going home on a cruise distance okay um yeah, so then after that, it was... Um, so you were there for, what, three weeks? Yeah, three weeks. I was home on recruiter's assistance, and, uh, which was nice, you know, because um, I graduated boot camp in September, and my birthday's in October, so I actually got to celebrate my birthday at home. Oh, nice. On boot leave, which was nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it was, uh, it was an interesting experience, and um, I didn't think I was going to want to go back, but it was... It was a good break from boot camp, but then I was ready, you know? Yeah. Because the next step is, most people know, is MCT. Yeah, you go to your Marine uh, Marine combat training, just where you learn how to be a basic infantryman. Right, yeah. Um, Which, uh, forgive me, I don't remember how long it is. Um, I think it's also like a three-week school. Three-week school? MCT is like three weeks long, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how was that? How was that? Was that, uh, I mean, it's different because now you're yeah. technically, you're officially a Marine. Right. You know, I don't have but any, but you're still um, a student in student status. Right. Yeah. And I, I don't have any like memories that particularly stand out. And uh, I do remember digging some foxhole, foxholes in some pretty cold weather. Cause at that point it was, you know, late October. Where is it? Where was it at? North Carolina. It was in North Carolina. Yeah. Same, uh, uh, Camp Lejeune. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, um, so yeah, we were there for three weeks. I remember digging foxholes. I remember going on some long hikes. Um, but for some reason I, I that, I don't have many memories of MCT. It, True. It was kind, I, it I was think kind I have like very a, few mm-hmm. because it's just so fast. Yeah. It's so fast. Um, I, I think one, one that I can, that, that I can add is I just remember it was cold because I went to when I graduated, it was in January. Mm. So went back home for a couple of weeks, went to, uh, 
MCT and it was February in, you know, Camp Pendleton mm-hmm. and it was it was a little cold. I remember getting stuck inside my sleeping bag. The zipper got stuck. We were waking up at, uh, in the, you know, middle of the night or in the morning and I couldn't get out of my bag. They're like <laughs> yelling at me. I was like, I can't, I can't open my zipper, man. I'm stuck. <laughs> You're a Marine. Get that, get that <laughs> bag open. Get that, yeah, get that bag open. Um, but uh, so you, you know, yeah, I, I, I agree with you on that. There's not a lot of mm-hmm. stories that I can say that I remember yeah. from it from mct um but after that you go to your school school battalion yeah school battalion yeah. which uh you and i went to the, oh, obviously same school right um camp pendleton yep uh, uh delmar for me yeah De- well, it's, delmar. it's delmar delmar yeah, yeah right camp delmar camp delmar yeah, yeah. freaking man look see look i'm yeah. forgetting yeah. <laughs> man it's been a lot of years man i'm <laughs> telling you what it's been a lot of years <laughs> it's hard to remember everything <laughs> um so how was how was that you know when you first start learning your job yeah that was um that was crazy right like here i am you know i'm 19 years old in charge of this 26 ton vehicle yeah <laughs> that you know so the the vehicle that that uh you know rob's talking about it's a personnel carrier troop car- personnel carrier yep um taking marines from ship to shore uh, waste 26 t- it's just a really big beer can yeah. it's an aluminum <laughs> beer can that's right 26 tons that somehow magically floats <laughs> in the water yeah. um what how was uh going out in the water for the first time for you oh man um, like your first time you're like all right you've already had training on the vehicle right um you're on land and then you finally do your water ops to go right. in the water yeah, water ops was intense because at that point you know about the bow plane and you know it should be up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when they tell you to uh, floor it, you're out in the ocean and you're like, but the bow plane's not up. And they're like, it's like a little I, flap in the. It, yeah. So if you can picture, it's the vehicle in the front. It's like a little straight flat lip that like sticks straight up, right. so your the front of the vehicle doesn't go dive underwater exactly because the propulsion is in the back and if you're pushing from the back it makes the front end want to go down so that's Correct. the bow plane you gotta you gotta kind of right pick that up so they say floor it and and of course you know the instructor knows the bow plane is down but they want you to see what it's like without the bow plane up <clears throat> so they say floor it next thing you know the engine compartment's going under the water and then water starts flowing over the top of the driver's hatch um, and, and okay, they say let off at that point and you put the bow plane up, but the, you know, the whole point is, is to show you what it's like to go underwater. To go under. Yeah. And that yeah. was like, oh my gosh. Like, did your, uh, did your, uh, hatch or your, your, yeah, your hatch where you sat in the driver's seat, did it have a leak in the seal? Cause mine did. <laughs> I think every, I think, I think all it, of them had that's... some kind of small leak. <laughs> 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 None of them were like watertight, even though it should be. <laughs> yeah, it should be watertight. The water always got in, but I remembered that same thing. Like you drive in, you know, floor, you know, gas pedal down, mm-hmm. flooring it, and you go in the water, and then the leak was right in the seal above my face, and it's just like <laughs> all the water in my face. Yeah. Um, at night, it was a night op too, so it, it was a little intense. Mm. Um, 
so yeah how so you know uh in school you know you you have that's that's what three months right yes was it three yeah, months three months uh-huh i believe that yeah school's italian is three months yeah three months did you get uh did you get promoted at that time um gosh i don't were think you I... ready a I nice think I was. Uh, I think I got PFC already. Not sure I had a oh, because camp. of the. I the... was yeah recruiters assistance maybe. Yeah. Like I came out. I was definitely a private, but then I think I picked up PFC at some point, maybe, um, just after recruiters assistance or something like that. I I can't exactly remember the date, but yeah, I think I was a PFC. Um. So yeah, that was schools battalion was. That's where I got like my first tattoos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what started it all. Um, <laughs> I have, you know, for those that are listening or curious, I have about thirteen tattoos, um, most of which were done in the barracks. <laughs> <laughs> Good old barracks tattoo. Yeah, that's right. It's probably safe. Yeah, it's, it's probably a very <laughs> sterile environment. <laughs> That's, yeah that's awesome man yeah but um yeah i you know went and spent a bunch how of are money your on how are your weekends uh on on uh <laughs> at, at <laughs> <laughs> how are your weekends there at uh at the school you know because this is the first time right that you know you're or you're marine you know you go to boot camp you can't do anything mm-hmm. you go to school you got a little freedom but you don't have your weekends right um now this is you're in school right um learning your job mm-hmm. and you get for the most part you get weekends off right so how was how was that you know you're on your own get yeah. weekends off you're getting paid so i think it was i'm trying to remember the month so i graduated boot camp in september came home for three weeks for boot, uh, recruiters assistance and then um went to mct for three months so this was probably or MCT was three weeks, excuse me. Um, and then this was probably like end of or December, January, February time frame. So very cold to be messing around in the ocean. But um, yeah, so this was like my weekends consisted of going to the phone center. Oh, my which, God. Keep in mind, this is 2003. Um and I didn't have a cell phone, right? Like cell phones weren't, a th- well, I mean, they were a thing, but I certainly did not have one. Yeah. Um, you know, I was 19 a years phone old. Bank I with went like to the AT&T phone, phone card. <laughs> right. AT&T MCI phone card. Yeah. It's, it's basically Reach like. Reach out and touch someone, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically like eight little stalls with like, imagine like, a, like in a hospital, the curtain you could use to close, you know, so you have privacy, and then you literally pick telephone. up a phone off the hook and and dial, and you would have like a calling card, um, and and you would load a certain amount of money onto that calling card, and you'd use that to call. Yeah, kind of like a, the the track phones now that you exactly you yeah. preload a track phone with minutes, <laughs> yeah. but in a building, right. like a whole building with like it's like a it's like a double wide trailer. <laughs> <laughs> with little cubicles in it that's right and i can't even remember if there was a time limit i feel like there i feel like there was like maybe an hour time limit or something but i, I would go hour, and yeah. call home and go to the px the the post exchange and you know look at all the new cds music cds that had come out that's and, it right you just and yeah. listen to music on your on your bed or something yeah in your in your yeah. in the barracks 
Yeah, maybe get a, a few magazines and, uh, you know, appropriate magazines. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, it's a podcast, so you can say whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> a couple of pornos, you know. <laughs> well, y'all, you were, you were that guy that had them. You were That's the right. one that would be like, hey, go go see Smitty. He's got, go, all the, he's got the all the duty bags. It was like your one-stop shop for... <laughs> oh my gosh yeah no it's um it was funny i didn't do a ton of partying though of course i was 19 so um we were close to um uh, did you have anybody in your platoon that uh lived near near the base or anything like that or california um you know no i was born in california so you think i'd know people around there but i i really didn't have any friends you know i think i was really young at the time you know um, when I was in California, I was super young. I didn't know anybody. Um, but, but from your platoon, nobody oh, nobody that lived in the I had, area? I had a couple friends, but, uh, you know, they were just, we were in the same platoon together, and, and, you know, we just hung out and chilled, and really, it was kind of boring. <laughs> the weekends, you know, it was just like, the weekends it, were Maybe just... it was responsible. We won't call it boring. Yeah. yeah. You were being responsible. <laughs> I hadn't been corrupted yet. Yeah. Completely. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, the, the, you know, the, the low key, the weekends were low key. Um, I do remember, um, being at, um, Del Mar there for schools and I was there for Thanksgiving once and I went to the chow hall and had a Thanksgiving dinner at the chow hall. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Just kind of like by myself. Yeah. And, uh, that was probably like the loneliest I was, <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was, uh, you know, I was like, wow, this is this is interesting, you know, because up until then I'd been home pretty much for every yeah every holiday. So that was like one of the first times that you were away yeah. for for the holidays, right? And on your own, yeah, yeah. That that, yeah. I, that and, can I you can know, you're young that. and it's like whoa, you know. And it's different, you know. I think it's 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 different now than for us when mm-hmm. we were young at 19 years old because again, like you said, you went to a phone bank. You mm-hmm. didn't have right. Uh, Instagram right. or so Facebook. FaceTime. There was no social media, right. no FaceTime. Right. Um, to connect with people like yeah. back home, there was none of that. Um, you know, it's crazy to think. Like, it's crazy to think. <laughs> like, what did you? What, what, right. what did you do? You know, right. there was no. And this was twenty years ago, two thousand three, right? So yeah. now it's twenty years. Twenty years yeah. ago. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I feel old. <laughs> yeah. But so you. you graduate your school you have your job and Mm -hmm. they give you your duty station how was that uh getting your duty Um, station i remember being in one of the uh, instructional classrooms and they're announcing uh students names and saying where they're going right and um i do i I, whitaker jason whitaker now that that i remember you know we're talking about this he was like the one close friend I had in, in schools. And, um, I remember him and I just sitting next to each other. We're like, you know, Smith Quantico. And then of course, Whitaker, he's, he's after me cause right. Alphabetical. And then they said Whitaker Quantico. And so at that point, him and I, you know, we, we were together and stuck together and he yeah. was like my confidant, my closest like friend there, you know? And, uh, we, we went to Quantico together. We checked into Quantico together. Had you heard of Quantico, or um, did no. you did you choose it? Did you have that option? No, you know they kind of placed us. It was I can't remember if there was 
any kind of choice to pick or not, but I feel like we didn't have a choice. I feel like yeah. it was just kind of like random again, like getting your MOS, like it's where you're needed type situation. Yeah. Um, and, and Quantico is just kind of where they sent us. Um, welcome to officer land, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It's well, it's a student. It's non-deployable, you know, uh, student environment for first lieutenants officers. Mm-hmm. Um, right out of their boot camp, which is here at OCS. Right. Uh, so now you're, you know, basically an instructor, mm-hmm. um, which is what the duty station is here at Quantico, you mm-hmm. know, the basic school. Yep. Um, so tell me about that, you know, when you, when you first got here. Yeah. Um, Your first duty station right from school, you know. Right. Yeah. I remember um, – Getting to Quantico, we were real close to the front gate there, and there was a McDonald's there. I don't know why McDonald's keeps coming up, but it must be a good, great place to stop. <laughs> um, and, and you know, we were in civvies, so we wanted or civilian clothing, as um, some would say. And, and we needed to change into our, our uniform to go check in. And so I remember stopping at McDonald's myself and jason and we we changed in did somebody pick you up or did uh uh, Uh, we rode with um his family of his i believe is oh so a family picked you up from the airport right because they they lived in um like the hills of west or not west virginia but virginia okay at the time so like they came down the western part of virginia that's right not not west virginia there's no banjos here folks (laughs) (laughs) there's no banjos in this part of west Western Virginia. Western Virginia, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm pretty sure I rode with, uh, I think I think his wife drove us, actually. Um, and, and so we got all changed and, and went to check in. And, um, you know, of course, the nerves were going because, you know, it's, all this is new, right? So it's, you know, we get our assignments and um, to our barracks of where we're going. And, and yeah, we, they kind of placed us in our barracks at that point. Um, when did you get here to, to Quantico? Or I say here, but that's because I'm yeah. in the area still. <laughs> um, yeah, it was uh, it was in February of 2003 is when I first checked into Quantico. Um, yeah. Lance Corporal? Young young Lance Corporal? PFC. You're I still PFC? PFC, yeah. PFC, I didn't get promoted to Lance until a little bit after that. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then that's kind of when I first heard about you. well yeah so you know i was on uh medical leave because i had broken my ankle snowboarding Mm -hmm. and i was at my you know my girlfriend's house who's you know my wife now a girlfriend at the time um i stayed with her while i was on you know medical leave and then i come in to my room and there's a new guy in my room like, uh, who are you? Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi, I'm Rob. Rob Smith. <laughs> Your new roommate. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's when uh, when you and I met, you know, for the first time in 03. Yeah. I, was, I was, again, I was gone and um, coming back to a, to a new roommate. Um, so how was, if you can, you know, when you get stationed here, what was... Um, Give me a day in in your life of what work was. Mm-hmm. What would you, what would you do? What what? So of course, yeah. The you know once you get, after, you know, there's a lot of paperwork to be had to get checked in because I checked in at night, so I had to go to all the, uh, uh, 
all the different office buildings to you know get medical, set up medical yeah your your paperwork all that stuff yep bas yep. Uh, um man look i always say bas yeah what is it? bah B A no B A the uh, medical medical okay okay right B A S yeah I think so I um, think that we'll go we'll go with that we'll go with we'll, that we'll yeah. have to, I'm we'll sure have someone to... will correct it <laughs> somebody somebody's gonna say you idiots yeah. you idiots <laughs> I don't know I just called it B A S go to go to doc go see doc go see go see doc yeah um, so yeah once you get all checked in that takes a couple days um, and then uh, usually it's a pretty Pretty early wake up, uh, go to chow hall, get some breakfast. Um, and, uh, from there you would either already be in PT gear, uh, physical training for those who don't know what PT stands for. Uh, my, my silkies. Oh yes. The silkies. <laughs> the <green> silkies. <laughs> the silkies. Were very flattering. Very flattering. <laughs> yeah. See everybody's pork sword. That's right. <laughs> sausage fest. <laughs> So we yeah so then we do some PT first thing in the morning, um, actually before even PT we chit shower shave, um, go to chow hall and then do PT, um, and uh, after PT then you, um, I don't even think, sometimes I don't even think we'd get a shower after PT we just kind of change into our, our yeah I I think it it we PT quick rinse up. Yeah. PT showers, PT shower. Yeah, like, that's uh, right. Quick PT shower, <laughs> you rinse off, and then you know go to. That was also going back to earlier in boot camp. That was a shock, right? Like you, you, you and like twenty other men are holding your towels in the air, and you just walk in a circle in this big open single, shower, your single file with your towel. Yeah, your head. everyone's butt naked, and you're like, "Oh, this is new." <laughs> So that was, that was, this is new. This is new. I've never done this before. Interesting. <laughs> Marines, you say, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. The PT shower right yeah, after, you know, right. if you're out in the, you know, from boot camp, you know, whatever, you know, running in the sand yeah. and you're, you're just sweating. I mean, you sweat it's a quick rinse. all day, yeah. every day. I mean, that's why all we drink time. so much water. Yeah. <laughs> but to do a quick PT shower, they had, a, a if if it's one single room with all the shower heads, uh, if you can picture this, it's it's a single room, four or six shower poles. That's Each a... pole had four shower heads on the top, right? So on each side, right. I think, right? It right. was a, it yep. was a shower pole, yeah, and then a shower head, four on one pole. <laughs> you were uncomfortably close, <laughs> and then they turned on. Just the exterior shower heads from each of the poles, so you would just walk underneath, towel, mm-hmm. like you said, towel above your head, yep. and just kind of walk and spin underneath the <laughs> underneath the, the shower head. It's the quick rinse, man. It's the quick rinse, man. <laughs> and and then you're back out. You're back. You know, yeah. get dressed and back out. So uh, yeah, you you do some morning PT, get a you know PT shower, and then. We'd head up to the ramp, which um, the ramp is kind of the term we use for where all the all the vehicles are are store are stationed at. Um, uh, and we'd we'd go up there and uh, either either do some PMCS uh, preventative maintenance and on the vehicles, or we'd be you know preparing them to go to the field for a field op. Um, we did all your pre checks that you got to do. Yep, all the pre checks you got to do. Um, 
and we worked hand in hand with maintenance, which um, their MOS was 2141. They they turned all the wrenches. Thank God for them because they had some hard work. <laughs> Those things were always breaking down. <laughs> I mean, usually, yeah. You, thank God for them because yeah. <laughs> I mean. They're smarter than me because I just know how to drive and That's operate right. the vehicle. I can break it. <laughs> I'll break it. And can you please fix my right, vehicle? Please, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Those, yeah. those guys are, are, you know, they're lifesavers for Absolutely. us. Absolutely. Um, you know, we did a lot of dog and ponies, as you were saying. It's uh, officers there. And it's it's almost sometimes feels like more of a show than a job. Yeah. So you a know. dog and pony being uh, right. like putting on a show. Right. For somebody, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you look your best. The vehicle yeah. is like almost immaculate. Yeah. Um, the lieutenants and their wives and their children would come. Yeah. They get to get on yeah. the vehicles, play around in them, you know, yep. see just to see what, what it, you know. And then we'd ask, they'd ask questions and we'd mm-hmm. answer, you know, how much does it weigh? And, right. Um, you know, what, what can you do? The weapons that are on it and stuff like that. Right. Um, okay. So that... You know, you, you get to work, you get your day, you have your lunch. Yeah. Um, you know, in Qu- sorry it, to answer, interrupt you. And uh, Quantico was very, very like low key. You know, it's I never experienced the fleet, um, which is like where you would go and be stationed in Lejeune or Pendleton or somewhere, and you're you're basically prepping to go overseas, right? Like correct. I never explained or never experienced that. Um, in Quantico is very low key, but yeah, I kind of. It's it is different. I yeah. like myself. I was stationed here, Quantico, with you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I didn't go to Camp Pendleton. I didn't go to you know Camp Lejeune or right. Twenty Nine Palms. Yeah, where else? Okinawa. Right. Uh, you know where there's actually Fleet Marine, mm-hmm. you know Amtrakers, um, AAVs that have you know the majority. I think is a lot of PFCs, Lance Corporals, and where Young we guys. were, it yeah. was very. You know, I think it was very top heavy. Mm-hmm being you know a lot of sergeants you know corporal sergeants staff sergeants and stuff like that i think quantico is kind of a place where people who've been to the fleet done a couple tours maybe they come and they kind of settle down yeah you know i think that's that's what they should you know again i not to i don't know the marine corps yeah they're the the higher ups know what i guess they know what they're doing Mm. um but yeah for us being stationed there as a first duty station mm-hmm. it's it was it's tough yeah. you know you can't experience because I, I i again you you hear it from people that you know all the the ncos you know the sergeants and mm-hmm. staff sergeants that would you know kind of reiterate or keep saying hey this isn't this isn't the real marine corps mm-hmm. i mean it's obviously the marine corps right but it's not you know the fleet right where you know you have a whole company Mm-hmm. of vehicles and you know right. we had like what eight five <laughs> we have five five vehicles yeah something uh well um let's see we had the recovery vehicle too, the recovery the, yeah. the the recovery vehicle the uh communication vehicle mm-hmm. and then the five regular right aav vehicles that's right yeah. um which is nothing compared to the fleet <laughs> yeah exactly it's just a handful of, of vehicles which is nothing compared to what the fleet has. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was, uh, so now you've been, you know, let's say you're, you're there for a little while. You're here at Quantico. Um, how's your, your libo time now, your Liberty quote 
you know, free time. Mm-hmm. You know, is it a little <laughs> different now? Are you still eating yeah. uh, Thanksgiving by yourself? <laughs> no, <laughs> absolutely not. No, um, no, absolutely not. It was, um, you know, going back to uh, when I first got put in the barracks. You know, uh, Juan here was it was out on on medical leave, and <clears throat> when he came back, um, you know. I kind of just felt like right at home almost like it was a different feeling from, you know, boot camp and MCT and schools battalion where like you kind of felt alone and didn't know like where to go. Yeah. You know, you, you, it was like almost like an immediate, like, Oh, I feel, I feel kind of comfortable here. Right. So like, you know, they, these guys took me under my, under their wing and, and uh, you know, of course you always have the new guy, Unquote, yeah, you were the new guy. Initiation. You the F and G. Yeah, that's right. The new guy. <laughs> that's right. You yeah. boot bitch. Do all the, <laughs> do all the shitty stuff that, <laughs> that no one wants to do because, like, yeah, yeah, fresh meat, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they usually get. I mean, it happens to everybody. I think all the new guys always get mm. get messed with a little bit more. I did. I, I got messed yeah. with a lot. Yeah. Um, but I think it's it's a right of right of path. Right, you passage, know, yeah. Rite of passage, yep. excuse me. No, you're good. Um, that, you know, everybody goes through. Yeah, and, uh, you know, not that I condone drinking underage, but it, <laughs> I certainly did it. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the, this very specific memory of uh, driving out the back gate, and there was uh, a certain uh, quick shop that we, we used to stop by or convenience store if you will and uh all the miners could get alcohol there i'm not going to go any further yeah <laughs> say any names, say the but, no names but yeah no a, lo- no specific location that's right but there was a location there was a location that, um, yeah he was and, very uh, accommodating to us young guys yes absolutely and, um, and you know in my opinion you know if you sign up to dive your country Damn it, you can drink whenever you want. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was the drinking age limit, you know, like mm-hmm. years before that, you know, you were 18, right. you could drink. Right. Um, but yeah, you know, I it, I agree with that. You know, you're yeah. signed and you, you signed the, the dotted line. You're mm-hmm. putting your, your life um, on the line for your, your country. It's like, you should be able to, right. you know, you should be able to drink underage. But again, not that I condone it. Yeah. Not that you know. I, not that I ever did it. I didn't. Right. You know, I was I was a good boy. I didn't drink underage. Right. No. Gotcha. <laughs> <clears throat> but no, my weekends were very different. You know, like I was saying earlier, I grew up Baptist and you know very strict. Um, and I think that was part of the reason I was such a little shit as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I in the fourth grade I almost you know. Went to juvenile hall because I set a car on fire. You know, I feel like and that's a whole other story. That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> a whole other podcast. <laughs> well, I'll leave that for you to simmer. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I I was always trying to break the rules, and I think that's because I was so, um, you know, locked into one certain thing my whole childhood, and and uh, I don't, I, you know, and I, that's probably why I have such hostility. Maybe not hostility, but. I don't go to church. I don't, you know, if actually, you know, going to church and, and God is kind of like a cringe thing to me because it just brings back awful. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, no, I understand that. So, but yeah, no, it was kind of like, you know, I was on my own. I was 19. Um, you know, I was with a bunch of 
friends, you know, that I had no idea would come some of my closest friends. Um, and, and weekends were different. <laughs> my lipo was different. Yeah, you know? your free time I, was I, different. My eyes got really opened up to <laughs> a lot of different things, and uh, I, I would not change it for the world, man. I I would do it all over again. So you know, being that you're you're, you know, you get to your duty station, you're there now. Are um, you know, are you still going home uh, with the family? How's your family? Uh, talking to the family much or you just kind of on your own yeah so up until now it was pretty much um excuse me i'm just pouring myself a drink yeah i'm gonna pour me a little bit yeah um up until now it was made mostly just you know, mail communication letters through the mail um uh, other you than still a, didn't have a cell phone i still didn't i did not get a cell phone until i was 21 years old really <laughs> and kids nowadays are getting them when they're like 12 <laughs> Yeah, oh, I mean, I'm getting my kid one soon. That's right, on his whole birthday. That's right. Um, but yeah, no, I, you know, other than the the phone uh, center calls from uh, schools battalion and some letters, you know, I didn't really have a ton of communication, um, and I kind of got pretty separated from my family. Um, not necessarily intentional; it just kind of happened with the way. I transitioned into the Marine Corps and, um, you know, I would every now and again call or talk to them, but it was, you know, it was pretty secondary. It was definitely not, you know, like, yeah, my, I had, kinda a, like I had you, a new you family. Were, you, were, yeah, you had a new family. <laughs> That's You're on right. your own. That's right. And, uh, you know, these guys that I met that were my new family, I depended on them and they became my sole source of like, you know, like I said, they were my like family. Support. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah you're, you're because so they're right there. And my family was all over the country, but, you know, up in Maine, New Hampshire, and they weren't close enough. And, I, you know, I needed something to, to depend and rely on. And, you know, my fellow Marines became that, you know. Yeah. So that, um, yeah. It, I mean, it, that's what, that's what, you know, as, as uh, you know, most, most Marines, most, veterans um is the camaraderie that everybody builds with with your brothers and sisters you know fellow service members that you know you meet mm -hmm. and then you're you're with each other i mean we we literally lived with each other right. you and i you're my roommate for years for years yeah. <laughs> um and then you just build that you know like mm -hmm. again you, i think it's because everybody boot camp is the same for everybody mm. um you know, ours is the Marine Corps is a little longer than yeah. other branches, but still, everybody goes yeah. through boot camp. Maybe a little tougher. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was being, it was being nice. I was being nice, yeah, but um, yes. Um, hey, we're all fighting the same cause. I'm yeah, sure. yeah, we're all, we're all fighting the same cause. Or not, or not that. We're, we're, we're all on the same team, that's you right, know? That's right. But, you know, that's what I think, um, you know, you, you build that brotherhood mm. and then yeah you're like man i haven't these are the people that you talk to the right. most every day you yeah. ask them questions you right you know instead of going to your family and mm -hmm. stuff like that they become your family um lifelong too you know it's yeah something you never you never lose you know uh so you know you 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 know normal day you, you go to the work on your vehicle get ready to go out into the field mm -hmm. um 
how how long did you did you stay in for the Marine Corps? Did you relocate? Um, did you re-enlist or? Yeah, uh, I did not re-enlist. Um, like I said, I got to Quantico in February of '03, um, and I got out June 30th, 2006. Which obviously, you know, three to six is only three years, but you have to include the time the f- I really the first year. Right, the first is, year you're pretty much is, training. Yeah, boot camp. Right. Uh, training uh, the combat training right school and uh, depending on your mos your job um school is is long i mean ours yeah. was three i think three months three months yeah um three months long and there's some that are longer than that right right you know so your first year of active service is training right I mean, if it's like comsec you're in communication security you're probably got at least a six month to a year school i, I would imagine yeah i i am not sure yeah. but yeah i'm sure it's gonna be it's gonna be long right yeah um, so i mean I, you know i got like i said i did my four years and got out um you know i going back to the kind of beginning of the show here i joined the military because i wasn't sure what i wanted to do with my life um you know i did i knew i didn't want to go to college um, yeah so so you know i was like you know what I'm going to do this. You'll pay me? Sure. All right, let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're going to pay me? <laughs> That's right. So, you know, yeah, I, I, I finished my four years, um, uh, June 30th, 2006. I EAS'd and um, got my honorable discharge, and I moved back to Winchester. Um, you know, by that point, I had met a girl, and I was, you know, I was trying to, trying to find something I could settle down with, and... I had actually a rather hard time finding a good job in the civilian sector that um yeah how was um how was getting out or, or transitioning from you know military um life right to civilian and you know the marine corps does provide uh training and mm-hmm. and classes on what to do and how to get to transition right but going actually through it how was that like that yeah you know. it was um it was again not as harsh of a transition as going into the marine corps but i had a hard time because i didn't have my brotherhood there of course i had them just a phone call away but you know they weren't there to support me and and help me along the way and you know i was i felt alone um you know i i, I had kind of gotten to a pattern of drinking quite heavily in the military and um you know, it was just like almost like the, the past, the past time. No, I no. apologize. <laughs> Maybe the bad influence. Yeah, I think it's just kind of like uh, you know, it just that, that's almost what happens. Not to say that you can't go through the Marine Corps without drinking, but um, no, I you know I was very reliant on alcohol, um, and and I had a, a little bit of a hard time, a struggle. Um, at one point, I was delivering pizzas, you know, just to make ends meet, and. Um, you know, that was kind of humbling for me because, you know, go to a Marine from a Marine to now I'm knocking on doors, delivering pizzas. Yeah. That was hard. To, um, yeah. You was, had a steady job. I mean, you, you have a steady quote job right. that you're doing in the Marine Corps. Right. Then you get out, you be your civilian yep. and um, you're, you're delivering pizzas. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I did. I did a little bit of security job. Um, and when I say security, it's nothing like you're probably thinking it was like a, it was like a vacation RV park. 
<laughs> and I was the guy in the at the, the little golf cart wooden hut as people drove through. Top flight <laughs> and I went, security. Show me your badge. Show me your pass. Okay, you go through. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like Paul Blart and Mall Cop. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, but so, that, did, so did you, you find somewhere that you, were you staying? Did you have like an apartment or something? Yeah. Or? I had an apartment in Winchester with my girlfriend at the time. And, um, kind of a funny story. Um, my buddy, Jason Whitaker, who I came to Quantico with his wife was friends with my girlfriend and that's kind of how I met her. Um, no, we are not together and not married now. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Though. It's yeah, a long, long time ago. Yeah. Long a long time ago. time ago. Things don't work out, whatever. No big deal. But, um, yeah, you know, so we had an apartment together. Um, you know, I did a little bit of odds and end job security here and there. Um, I did some, like I said, delivery pizza. Um, and then um, I kind of got interested in the whole mechanics of things, um, probably just from our job as a salt amphibious vehicle crewman. We did first echelon, which is like the low level maintenance on the vehicles. So I kind of had some technical abilities and I, and I liked motorcycles. So I decided to uh, sign up for Motorcycle Mechanics Institute and go down to Florida and, nice. and learn a did, trade. Did uh, use your GI Bill for that? or Yeah, I used my they GI Bill. They paid for that? Yeah, they did. They paid for the whole thing. Really? Yeah, they paid. Yeah. And um, it was really great because once they transitioned um, to the post-9-11 bill, I I was able to go and get my uh, IT degree. I, this, is, this is years past. I kind of jumped ahead a little bit. Um, after motorcycle mechanic school, I came back up to Virginia and did that for probably like a year and a half. And then uh, Castillo here, he got me my foot in the door at the, the Pentagon with, as a uh, Department of Defense contractor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I did the whole Pentagon thing for a couple of years. Um, and then uh, I started going to school and I switched to the post 9-11 bill. Um, and they paid for, they your, paid for your, that too, for that too. Yeah. And I got paid to go. Right. So like, you know, every month I got a check from, from the government to go to school and they paid for all the tuition, which was great. You know, I, I think veterans need that, especially, you know, when they're getting out and they have maybe having a hard time and struggle and they need something to keep their mind occupied. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's tough because you can <clears throat> go again, you have a, a, a support group to say, your brothers that you're working with or sisters that you're working with and then you leave and the support group isn't there in the sit they're not going to have your back as much right. right um and and once you build relationships with people mm-hmm. at the workforce or something like that they'll have your back but again i don't think it's going to be as much as what you had while you were in service sure you know in any branch of service that right. you have that you can call on your buddy and right. like, yeah, I'm there. Like no matter it's what. It's hard to find those. It, it's, it's hard to find. Um, right. So yeah. So you, you go to school, uh, they pay for your school. Yep. Um, through the GI bill. Yep. And then, um, after, uh, you know, so going backing up a couple of years, I keep doing this going too far forward and backing up, whatever. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so in 2010, I met who now is my wife, um, and uh, through Match.com, right? Like, yeah. You know, just was like, hey, let's kind of see what's out there, and and next thing you know, we're we're together and living together, and then we're getting married and having kids. <laughs> yeah, that's good, man. Um, yeah. So um, here, I'll I'll, inter- I'll interject there a little bit that 
Yeah. You know, you did become my roommate again. That's right. <laughs> because what did you do? My man called me here and said, "Hey, man, I I'm I'm on down. I'm down right now on hard times. That's right. I need a place to stay." And I said, "Hey, come. You, I, I got you. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. And, and you did. did. You came with the." Yeah. Uh, your hat in hand, <laughs> and uh, yeah, let you stay in the extra bedroom that I had. Yeah, um, thank God for that because I was down on my luck and I was I was pretty low, low spot there, and um, just like any of us, you know, military members, brothers, sisters would do for each other, we took each other in and helped them out. Yeah, you know, and that's and Reach to me, out. that's what it's all about, you know. Yeah, that's well, that's what you know. One of the main things for this. Um, podcast here is, mm -hmm. is to have that outreach and mm -hmm. be like hey call somebody you know right. uh call 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 your brother or you know your your marine brother marine sister your right. navy your you know call call that person and just hit them up yeah you know be i i, th I feel like i'm that person right you know yeah. somebody doesn't have to call me right. but i'll call them you know be that person to be like hey reach out you right. know you never know hey yeah. just to say hey check in Right. You know, it's like a like a roll call, you yeah. know. Well, it's it's one of those things where it's, you know, it's kind of <clears> like you know, you don't have to go to war, you don't have to fight in a battle to um, you know, have hard times later in life, you know. It's it's there's there's a lot more struggles that can come with life than <clears throat> you know. And that's kind of the point, you know, uh, if I'm not mistaken of what you know, Castile wanted to do with this podcast was kind of just show people that there's a different different side of you know you're not always fighting a battle you're not always getting shot at or shooting at you know it's there's a lot of mental struggles after the fact even if you don't go to war um and thank god for brothers like castillo because he he took me in um gave me a, a roof over my head and food in my stomach <laughs> of course at a cost <laughs> <laughs> Well, we won't name the cost. That's okay? right. Yeah, <laughs> we won't put the cost. It was it, it was not sexual. Okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I moved in with Castillo here, and uh, I I went to turning wrenches by the day and drinking by the night, and um, you know that's kind of how I lived for a long time, and uh. Lots of lots of handles on top of my refrigerator. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, uh, every day was like a case of beer coming in. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> and you know, it's it's unfortunate that it's that we service members deal with that. Mm -hmm. And again, there are there are members that did go to war mm -hmm. and they did see things that you know, eighteen to twenty. No, you know, right. young, young adults. Guys, yeah should not have to see or deal right. with in this high stress environment. 100%. And then there's some of us that didn't go, mm -hmm. but still, you know, there's, there's, um, a, a survivor's remorse, mm -hmm. you know, so to say that, you know, you train for years to, right. to do this job mm -hmm. and then, you know, you don't go. So how do you feel about that? You know, what does it do to the person that didn't go overseas? Mm -hmm. You know, like, man, I, I feel like I let my 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 brothers down. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like I let them down that I didn't go out there, right? And and support them or be there. You know, in that environment, I do feel I do feel that. Yeah. Um, how about yourself? Like, do you yeah. do you you know? It, it weighs on the mind and yeah. you know mental mentally. Mm -hmm. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, you know, it's you know, 
straight out of high school, I signed a paper saying, yes, I would die for my country if it came to be it. And then I never once saw it. And some people will say, you're so lucky. And, and I'm sure I am, you know, but on the other, other side of it, you know, I, I kind of wish I had, I kind of wish I had that feeling of like, I fought for my country, right? Like it's, and, and even if something silly is like on veterans day, when strangers say thank you for your service and i'm like i didn't do anything yeah you know that's kind of how i feel and and i know i i served and did my time and um i played some role you know hopefully in making the country a better place right and and doing something for my country but yeah you have to i think it it, i do feel the same way but Mm -hmm. there's a point that i think you know those of us out there that have that have to, I think we, we have to find something that, you know, we did and we found, no, that's, that's not it. I say we, there is, there is somebody or someone that we impacted Mm -hmm. in the service that is probably still in that remembers, Hey, Mm. I remember when, you know, young, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Corporal Smith or young Lance Corporal Smith, Mm -hmm did this he showed some lieutenant that you know during an an op that we did and you know they they maybe remember that and Mm -hmm. it carried on that we said hey no you don't do this because um you know i'm sure there's something that we did and it's it's really hard to do Mm -hmm. to find you know man did did i have an effect did i do anything yeah Yeah, did i do anything did i have an effect on on Right, cause my military service, yeah. or did I just do my four years and party mm-hmm. and drink and you know, get out, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, right. it's tough. And that and that's you know, from a listener's perspective, yeah, it sure sounds like that. We we partied, we drank a lot, and you know that that might be the quote unquote PTSD, if you will. Um, I didn't see war, but maybe the lack of all of that is kind of what messes with me, right? Like the, the feeling of I didn't do anything is my PTSD, right? Like I don't have like war wounds. I don't. It's have, a rem, it's a remorse, right? Like, you know, you feel right. some some sort of remorse that I right. didn't, I didn't give my part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I get it. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, you know, um, kind of got on the tangent there, but yeah. So when I was at the Pentagon, I started going to uh, IT school and. The post nine eleven bill paid for that, um, and right before my first son was born, or my my only son, my first child, um, my wife, who worked at the school system, saw an opening for an IT position, and um, uh, I was able to snag that job and um, made cut my commute ten by tenfold from what well, like two and a half to three hours to thirty minutes. <laughs> so it's a, it's a large. It was it was, a, it was definitely a huge huge thing for my life big change and um i was started working on computers and i've been there almost 10 years and loving it that's good man yeah your kids know about your service yeah they do um you know it's 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 interesting um you know because when kids are young you you can't they don't really understand like What's a marine? What's you know? Yeah. What did you do? They just you say know? they all they call. Uh, my son used to just all call call them all the army men. Yeah, the army men. Yeah, the little, army little green army men. The little green yeah. army men. The <laughs> little would, the little uh, figures yeah. that you know. Everybody like, was an army man. Everybody right. was an army man. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it's all the army men. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's um, they they do know um, what I do. Um, 
you know, it's it's on our in our living room we have our, our TV with uh, this Chromecast, and if you're not familiar with Chromecast, it's basically like a wireless device that you can cast media to, whether you know songs, video, stuff like that, pictures uh, I mean, to it's, your it's TV. It's 2023. I hope they know. What I, I sure hope. <laughs> I sure hope our audience isn't like 80 going. What's a Chromecast? <laughs> no, no, I'm just, I'm just messing. Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, no, and uh, they'll see, you know, I have a little uh, military album and, and every so and every now and again, it'll s- cycle through a military picture of me and uh, out in one of our many trips to 29 Palms, uh, you know, I'll ha- have like a, a, a belt of 50 cal ammo around my neck or something. Yeah. I'm like, hey, daddy, look, I didn't know there was pictures up here with you or, you know, they get excited and that makes me happy, you know, and, you know, I explain more to them proud a little bit absolutely yeah Yeah. 100 that's 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 the the you know know, the outlook you get you know right i mean if you don't have kids but still that's that's uh it's cool to see that they they get excited they recognize that yeah Yeah, they recognize that you know and it's cool and they have how they recognize military on veterans day you know and they put all the the kids family members pictures that have been in the military on the wall and uh that's a really cool thing you know and and you know, my my son or my daughter, because my you know, youngest daughter's not in elementary school yet, but um, when they they ask for a picture that they can put up and and say I was in the Marine Corps on their school wall, that means a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's they definitely they know about it, and you know, as they go older, I'll tell them more, you know. Yeah, <laughs> the we'll crazier tell, stories. They will tell them some of the crazier <laughs> stories. Right. I mean, this is the outlet for it. If you want to say, right, you know, uh, um. I don't know a, a military story that you know. You don't have to, but you know, mm-hmm. if you want to yeah. tell a story that something that was like a a, a memory that going out and it was just a it was just a, a blast. Everybody was just drunk, having a, I don't know, or, <laughs> yeah. or or just something fun being out in the field, not even drinking. Just I don't know a, a story that that sticks with you yeah. while you're in. Um. So many. <laughs> it's, it's hard to pick just one. Um, you know, oh boy. Um, we, every every so often, every few months, we'd go out to 29 Palms. And the reason we go out to 29 Palms is because they have a big, wide, open area for live fire training. Um, and we'd take the all the officers out there and they'd get to experience live fire training. Out, they'd drop they, would use, they would use us as actual like units right and maneuver us yeah. as we would absolutely yeah we had a few tracks we would use uh 29 palms tracks that they had out there and we'd take them out and and we do just like some you know bounding with the vehicles that means two people go they stop then one person goes and they stop and so on and so forth they bound with each other leap and bound and and all in the meanwhile live firing at targets yeah and and then we the 500 pound bombs would drop in on the tanks and that was like the most exhilarating experience you know it's pretty exhilarating yeah and it would you know you'd feel the shock wave from the bomb and it it, that was like whoa this is probably my closest experience to quote-unquote war (laughs) that i'll ever see but that was you know even though we did that multiple times it'll always stick with me that was those were some good memories and those were fun. I, actually, you and I went on. Uh, so it was here when we were here at Quantico. Uh, you know, I was the junior marine. I had my sergeant, mm-hmm. Sergeant Miller. He yep. was uh, my crew chief, and he um, 
you know, when we go to 29 Palms, it'd be your crew chief yeah. and you in the vehicle. Well, I don't recall what, for what reason he couldn't go. So they put me in charge mm-hmm. of the exercise. Right. So I was the crew chief um, and I was still Lance Corporal, you know, I'd, uh, I was a big body, yeah. so I didn't, I didn't get promoted. Um, but uh, it was you and I, I uh, recall that you and I, I was crew chief yeah. and you were my crewman. Yeah. On that exercise, That's one right. of the exercises, of, yeah, that was that one was pretty many. fun, yeah. Um, and it, you know, of course, there's little side stories off there from when we'd get Lebo and we'd go to the bowling alley and you know, put down several pitchers of beer in 29 Palms, pitchers of <laughs> beer pitchers at of the beer. bowling alley. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> those are and coming back and washing the seven days of stank off your ass. <laughs> that was that was and almost vomiting from your own smell. <laughs> you, get, you get monkey butt That's from right. being out in the desert for so long, <laughs> not shitting for three days because of MREs. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that you know, I guess twenty going to twenty nine Palms is something that really, yeah, that was it was just awesome. Did yeah. you ever do? Uh, like cross training or anything with any of the guys out there? Did they let you do that? Like the... Yeah, um, there was there was a couple times actually where I got to drop mortars, and um, that was really cool. Uh, that was you know obviously once in a lifetime experience and yeah, they, I know, mean because that's not our job, right? You know the mortarmen we carry them to the position, yeah, and drop them off and they get out and do their thing and and they were like, hey Smitty, you want to drop mortars? And I was like, hell yeah. And, uh, you know, got to do Willie Pete mortars and, you know, all kinds of stuff. White phosphorus, if, you know, for Willie Pete. And, and, yeah, that was definitely one of the most fun cross-training exercises I got to do. Nice. Um, and, that, yeah, it was, that was another good memory out in 29 Palms. Yeah. So we, we won't go down the, the, the free time in <laughs> 29 Palms. <laughs> I mean... We can, like I said, there's so many memories. It's hard to cover them all. Yeah, um, yeah. But so, they, oh, oh, go ahead. No, no, no. There was, um, you know, if we want to do a crazy story, you know, it's yeah. <laughs> there, why not? There was this one <laughs> out in Twenty Nine Palms. There was this one bar called the Stumps, and um, you know, at the time I was still underage, um, but I looked kind of similar, like another guy in. Uh, I'm on one more. I gotta top off my drink here. Oh, you want to hand, hand me that? Thank yes, you. sir. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there was one guy uh, in our platoon that I looked very similar to who had been to that same bar, the Stumps, the night before. So We, we won't like, mention that name. We won't yeah, yeah. That. No. <laughs> we're like, let's go. All right. So we went, and I got in, and and the party ensued. You know, it was – and when I'm saying bar, don't think, like, clean, neat, nice bar. It was, like – a dive bar. There was a dive bar. And there was, you know, 29 Palms is basically a desert. And there's dust blowing in. There's, you know, it's filthy. Um, you know, <laughs> it's it's a very, it's a mu- very much a dive bar. And so there was three or four of us. Um, and we went to the stumps and just had a really good time. <laughs> drink after drink after drink. Um, and next thing you know... I am in the bathroom vomiting because I just had way too much to drink and <laughs> I'm young and can't handle my liquor. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then in, in the middle of, of puking, I, I feel something rumbling in my gut. Oh no. 
So. Oh, no. I'm scared now. Maybe I shouldn't have asked. <laughs> so in the middle of puking, I suddenly feel the urge that I need to turn around, and it's it's coming out the other end, too. Oh, no. So, <laughs> I'm in this. Just picture this. I mean, a normal bar bathroom is disgusting, right? Like, you're thinking, like, this bar in 29 Palms is just gross. And I'm puking, and then all of a sudden, now i got to turn around <laughs> You gotta take a shit. Diarrhea. <laughs> you gotta fucking take a shit. And then it hits me again in my stomach, and I have to turn around and puke again. And uh, that was a very, very rough night. <laughs> An even rougher morning the next day. But I, uh, there was someone I didn't know. And I don't even know if he was in the military. I don't know if it's you know who it was. But all I remember is them. Coming in saying, hey, are you okay? And I don't even know if I responded. And they went out and got one of uh, the guys in our platoon and said, hey, your your boy's pretty messed up in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and from that, I don't remember. I just remember waking up in the barracks the next morning. But that was one wild story from <laughs> one of my first few times in the 29 Palms. It's not... <laughs> one i'm super proud of but hey you live and you learn right <laughs> you live and learn man that's what we do yeah. um so that's so that's good you, you did your you know you did your four years uh yeah transitioned out you know doing what you do now you know yeah do you have um any uh i don't know how to say it. do you have any regrets what, what yeah. what's what yeah. was regrets is a good would word. you do it again I mean, would you change anything? Mm -hmm. What would you change, if anything, mm -hmm. about your service? Um, I certainly do not regret signing up and, and going into the Marine Corps. That's one thing I'll never regret. Um, if if there's any regret, it's... or Go ahead. Yeah. If there's any... I don't even want to know if I want to say regret. That's what I say. Yeah. So what would you change, yeah. if anything? Yeah. I wish I had documented my experience a little bit better. Like it sounds kind of, kind of like a weird thing to wish you had. Um, but like I have all the memories in my brain. Well, for the most part, they're fading sometimes, but <laughs> yeah, you know, you hear and you, you know, I, I'm amazed that there's, you know, now you see documentaries mm -hmm. and, and stuff that come out and people that have somehow like they just took to journaling or they write everything down or they would record everything mm -hmm. because now, you know, the, as the older that we get, it's, it's, it's tough to go back mm -hmm. and we all do it. All right. service members, you know, uh, our age and older. And then the older you get, it's like, man, it's, it's, it's tough to re be like, man, I don't know to recall those memories. So right. yeah, I'm with you. I, I, you it's know, hard. To, they fade over time the, to fade, you know, yeah. they fade over time. What changed, mm -hmm. it may change, you know, and, um yeah that's a good that's pretty good to be like yeah you should have maybe documented yeah. and you think like why don't you just take some more pictures well you got to remember we had disposable cameras oh right so the the click, click. ratchet 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 <laughs> ratchet ratchet, ratchet. <laughs> click ratchet 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 so like in you know and then you'd have to go get it developed <laughs> yeah like, you know it, it and you have to like hope that the, the the disposable camera doesn't get damaged yeah it didn't get damaged. we're out in the field you know and uh, that's what made it difficult and and yes i did get a cell phone like i said earlier not until i was 21 but 
it was like a T9 texting phone. It was not a smartphone. Oh, it was a flip phone old... from Singular, right? Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't the, think they're a company no more. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. I don't think they're a company anymore. <laughs> and boy, uh, you ought to see the quality of those pictures. <laughs> you can't even tell what the hell you took a picture of. Um, Honestly, the disposal cameras took better quality pictures than the the, the phone cameras back then. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. did. Um, so yeah, I get that. Yeah. Um, well, I guess you know we've covered any anything you want to add. Um, those are my questions that I have. Yeah. Anything you you have that you think you might? Um, you know, any any let's say um, let's do this here. Any any um. Any suggestions or, or to anybody listening or any any young young you know service member that uh, might be listening? Yeah, um, you know I say if you're a young Marine, whether you're um, you know stationed right now at, at uh, either Quantico or any duty station for that matter, you know if you're you know if you haven't been overseas and you're struggling with like I just want to do my part or you know, you're, you've been discharged for years honorably or, you know, and you just like wish you had done more, feel like you haven't done your part, you know, just, just know you're not alone. Like we, uh, you know, Juan and I have, um, been in your same steps or still in your stay still, still in the same footsteps as you as feeling like, you know, we wish we could have done more and, you know, just know you're not alone, you know, and, and find, peace in the fact that you know hey i signed up saying i would die for this country whether i actually went overseas and did that uh, you know it was a whole nother thing but just find peace in knowing that yes you served your country you you did the greater good right even, yeah even if you didn't get shot at you know or shoot somebody it's, yeah you know you still did something and made an impact it, it was it, it was it's it was different you know mm. and, and to to add I mean, maybe go back a little bit because we're about to say about to about to wrap up yeah but, you know, for us, you know, it was, it was, um, at least for myself, you know, when I signed, it was in a uh, downtime, should I say, you mm. know, uh, uh, not downtime, but um, yeah, I guess there was no any active, uh, like really threats. It was before 9-11, mm. you know, after the desert storm. It was after Desert Storm and before 9-11. So there was, I'm sure there was conflicts out there sure. and stuff going on in the news. But, mm -hmm. you know, I joined in that time. And there wasn't a lot of, um, it was different. And then a lot of the people that have joined after the fact of 9-11. And, you know, there wasn't, I, I don't know where, where I was going with this, but, yeah, you know, there's people that are, we were in the same situation as you. Sure. You know? There's people out there for you. Reach out to that person mm -hmm. in that you were with in your platoon. Yeah. You know, if you're out there right now and you, you got out of the military, you're, you go back to your hometown from the middle of nowhere, America, mm -hmm. Right. you know, call that, call that buddy, call that friend, right. call that uh, roommate, you know, give him a call. You never know, you know, give somebody a call. Right. Um, and just talk, you right. know, you just shoot. You just say, "How you doing? What you doing? Right. What'd you do today?" You know, nothing. Absolutely. I don't know. Yeah. Just to just to hear somebody, you know, mm -hmm. give give that outreach. Yeah. Um, well, we we've all been there. Yeah. Uh, you know, 
Shit, yeah. give me a call. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fight, I mean, fight. I was just about to say, this is going to go on social media most likely. And, you know, we're just two normal guys who just yeah. want to talk and... I just I'd love to hear I yeah. love to hear stories of reach out of of you know service members that again and it's not necessarily the 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 war stories that everybody right. has to tell that right. for the guys that did do that you mm-hmm. know I, I love hearing the stories of man I remember when we were you know we were out with so and so or we did this um, you know mm-hmm. somebody was you know he, he was he was drunk and. You know, we had to carry them or the jackassery. <laughs> yeah, the jackassery that ensued. Uh, you know, oh man, we we uh, you know somebody, you know, was shaved. Uh, they got the <laughs> hair clippers and they drew lines on somebody's arms, armpits, and or, uh, or snapped their nipples with rubber bands. <laughs> <you're> so... <laughs> he just, he just, you know, we. But there's times when you're in the barracks, mm-hmm. you know, for those that lived in the barracks that you just, the downtime that you would have in between field ops. Mm-hmm. And I love hearing those stories. Absolutely. You know, just, yeah. you not, it's not, right. not even that you went out and got drunk. It's right. just the dumb the things that we did because we're bored. Yep. Um, I love hearing those stories. It's just fun times that you had with, yep. with the, your, your fellow service members. It was, it was. I love hearing those of uh, those stories, yeah. and that's what this is for. You know, yeah. come come give me, give me those stories so everybody can hear and just have a laugh. You know, put up, I think, uh, put the good light mm-hmm. on on the military that you have fun with your the camaraderie that you build with with the people. Yeah, one hundred percent. Right. Yeah, I just want to thank you for having me on. Here. Yeah, man, I good, appreciate good it with you and. Yeah. We're going to continue, you know, uh, after this podcast, probably keep drinking. <laughs> no, I might edit that out. <laughs> but uh, so this is something that um, I'm going to end this with. Uh, I'll probably do this with everybody. Um, I heard this on another podcast. I can't recall. Um, but 10, I'm going to ask you 10 questions. Mm-hmm. All right. 10 questions. No no particular, no particular, um, like, don't don't really overthink it. Whatever comes to mind, and I think I may have asked you this before. We, we you know, mm-hmm. um, no right or wrong answer. Sure, whatever you uh, answer is what you answer, mm-hmm. and maybe we can go, you know, on that. If not, we don't. Yeah. Um. So we'll start with question one. Sure. What is your favorite word? Son of a bitch. <laughs> more of a phrase. More of a phrase. <laughs> it's more of a phrase. <laughs> Son of a. It's like when you stub your toe. I also like fuck. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah. Son of a bitch. All right. What's your What's your least favorite word? Um. Anything racist. Yeah. I'm not gonna say any words here, but yeah. Anything, no, anything I, I, yeah. I, yeah, I, 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 I like that. Yeah. Um, what turns you on, creatively, spiritually, or, or emotionally? You. Oh. <laughs> In podcasts. In podcasts. Shows <laughs> over. <laughs> all jokes aside. All jokes aside. <laughs> no, I, I kid. I kid. Thank you. <laughs> um. No, what what really turns me on is is the feeling of accomplishment. 
Yeah. Yeah. I liked you know, it. Feeling yeah. like, man, know, I did something. Where you made a difference. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I, I, yeah. I like that. Um, what turns you off? Um, hmm. An overcooked steak. Oh, oh, <laughs> God. Yes. It's just medium well or well done. No thanks. <laughs> It's like the, I'm going to unfriend you right now. <laughs> I don't even know you. That's right. I said medium rare. <laughs> All right. I like that. Um, what's your favorite? So in, instead of the first question, what's your favorite word? This one is, what is your favorite curse word? Oh, okay. All right. Um, dang, I already kind of used that on the first one. Um, favorite curse word? I pro- I'd probably do say fuck a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's very common. Poor motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, I used to. That used to be mine. Yeah. I said that a lot, especially yeah. just being like, like with the wife. You know, you'd be like, she said something. I'm like, oh, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you got a death wish, don't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's not that I'm saying like, you know, you know, yeah, yeah. no, yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> Everyone's a motherfucker. <laughs> in the military, it's like, oh, that's a motherfucker for you. <laughs> Yeah, there's a YouTube Bernie Mac in the mother motherfucker. It's the best thing ever. Um, all right, what uh, what sound or noise do you love? Do I love? <clears throat> mm. You know, I may have said this before, but there's something to a a turbo in a vehicle. Just yeah. The... Yeah. Like ah. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. you hear that, and you're just like, "Oh, that's that's that, that does music it for to you. my ears." <laughs> you're like, "Yes, yeah, this is this is great." All right, um, what sound or noise do you hate? Um, probably uh, the ringing in the ears after a loud concert. <laughs> that I, seems yeah, to last that, for that, hours, that if not days. I think that's just I think that's just our ears, man. <laughs> <laughs> just I can't handle that. <laughs> That's a good one. Touche. That's a good one. All right. Uh, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Um, when I was younger, I always thought it would be cool to either get into law enforcement in some aspect. And for a while, I was a police officer. But, um, you know, I kind of transitioned to wanting to be like a crime scene investigator. Yeah. Um, you know, I was always a huge fan of the show CSI. Yeah. And uh, I was Is that what that stands for? Yeah, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. CSI. Is that what Crime Scene Investigator? It's like FBI. It means full body inspector. Yeah. Female body inspector, right? <laughs> uh, no, no that, but, that'd be, that would have been cool. But yeah, I always wanted to get into law enforcement of some kind. I thought that would be cool. Okay. Yeah. Um,. What profession would you not like to do? Um, boy. Um, I wonder if my dog's ears just came into the speaker. <laughs> go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. What profession would you um, not like to do? And no offense, obviously, to anybody who does this. This is just my personal preference but i i would not want to work in fast food fast food industry yeah i i did that yeah. you know in in high school mm-hmm. you know fast food 
And uh, yeah, it's it, it's tough. Hey, but hey, man, I mean that's where I started. Right. You know, my yeah, first job, like fast said, food. You know, but I wouldn't want to do it now. Right. It, it, my point in my life right now, that would be horrible. <laughs> yeah. But if you're a teenager trying to make some money, getting your, you know, getting hey, going, yeah, money. sure. You know, so it's it's all really circumstantial. Like, yeah. You know, no, I get for it. everyone. So I get it. <laughs> all right, and then last question, then we'll wrap up. Um, and then and. Based now off of your your history, I apologize. No, it's fine. If 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 heaven exists, mm-hmm. what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Um, you know, going back to why I signed up for the military, and I'm glad these aren't one word answers. <laughs> you know, I can explain a little. No, going back to being in the military and yeah. signing up to do a greater good. Um, you know, something as simple as, you know, like job well done, you know, something like that would, would really mean a lot in, um, you know, I've done a lot of stuff in life that people would say is, you know, either sinful or bad, right. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. You know, like just being a re- Marine is probably one, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Dying and going to heaven and say, you fucked up. That's not exactly what I want to hear. Like, you yeah, know, <laughs> you know, yeah. just like. Well, I mean, you got to think that you, if you're the, if you're there, right, right, if you're there, right. and you see him, and he's exactly, yeah. If, well if um, <laughs> if if I made it there, and yeah, you know, then I would be like, you know, job well done. Okay, I like that. Yeah. All right. Well, Semper Fi. If yeah. God says that, <laughs> see, hey, that would be a pretty good answer. Yeah. Hey, or hey, hey Semper Fi. Yeah. Like, hey, that. Rah. God damn it. <laughs> God damn. It. <laughs> I don't think that's what you should say. But. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> like I take that back. <laughs> well, again, thanks for coming. Yes, sir. Thanks Thank for you. for. I always love having you over, man. Yeah. Um, I, I for being part of my this inaugural, <laughs> you know, episode. Um, and uh, yeah, I said uh too many times that. that no, time. it's good. But it's it's thanks for. Thank having you me. for it's, being uh, uh present. Uh-huh. and accounted for. for sure man um and yeah thank you everybody hope yeah. you have a great day hope everyone enjoyed it yeah see ya <laughs>